This is Power 102 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. major news. Thank you so much. Of course, we have a news brief coming up at 8 o'clock. And that's all good to see Champlain Auto Services. All right? All right. Let's take a look at what's happening traffic-wise. I'm starting out on the west on St. Lucian Road by Blue Range. You're going to get traffic this morning as you head to the Wendy Fitzwilliam Boulevard. I don't know what's causing that traffic. And then after you get out of there, how are we going to get traffic coming out? All right? Traffic again from Lansmitan and Karnas coming out. Uh, Western Main Road, Kokorit also busy out of Maraval, uh, St. Anne's. Yeah, going up Lady Young Road towards the lookout. You've got some traffic. Let's head down east. Let's see what's going on there. Um, yeah, traffic from Mauska as you head straight into Port of Spain. It's showing me that I've got an accident. Where? Rison Road. Eastbound. Okay. I hope it clears up in no time. All right. But East West Corridor is chock a block from uh, uh, Central, from Chaguanas. You're going to get traffic as you pass uh, Monroe Road heading towards Kirap Kelly Village. Let's take a look at the Solo. Rivulet Road is heavy. Uh, Solo is not too bad, would you believe? Uh, usual streets in San Fernando, but you're going to get traffic from Chicagonas as you head in northbound. That's a big traffic update for you. Hope that helped you out one way or the other. All right, let's get the results of our morning poll. Of course, we asked you this morning. Uh, simple question. Yep, simple question. Uh, and here it is. Should there be a limit on the number of firearm users, license, and variations granted to private citizens. That's our poll this morning. Of course, it'll stay up until uh, tomorrow morning when I give you the final results. Uh, let me just check to see if I have any more. Uh, Peter Julian Clyde, morning to you all. Um, you didn't vote, though. Um, yeah. All right. So what do you got there for me, Wendell? I have 21 people saying yes, there should be restrictions, and two people saying no 21 saying yes two said no that's the results of our poll this morning um insofar as people getting multiple um lice fuls multiple variations to their fuls 
Mm-hmm. All right? This um, debate will not stop anyone. I don't know that... Um, it will continue as well. As right? I say, I... Huh? It will continue. Yeah, I don't know that uh, this has anything to do with our murderous... Um, um, murder um, problem, murder rape problem. I don't think yeah. it has anything to do with it, honestly. You know, and I know that um, former Commissioner Gary Griffith had boasted that a lot, none of the firearms that he issued would have been involved in murder as well. You know, um, while that may have been a, a, a boast that you could he could have been proud of, I don't know that that is long, any longer that way. But at the same time, I really don't think the problem is with legal firearms. I think one of our callers said it. The problem is not the legal firearms. It is definitely the illegal ones, in my opinion. Until evidence surfaces otherwise, that shows it's legal firearms that that that, that being used for, for for all these murders and so on, um, I I stand by that statement. The problem here is are the illegal firearms that clearly coming in in the legal forms in the legal ports. That's right. That's where the problem lies. We have a pro- we have a big problem that we just skirting around all the time, because I don't know customs became an untouchable somewhere along the line. We, Let's we say try good morning. to fix all the other arms of our, our of our protective services, and and our ports and mm-hmm. customs just seems untouchable to me. It seems Nobody that way, yeah. Yeah. It seems that way, that yeah. they're untouchable. Who who is the control of customs? At one point in time, we used to notice these, these things. Who is the head of customs as it as it stands right now? Customs come under the Ministry of Finance, I think. I it does. It comes under that. It does not come under the Ministry of National Security. Right. So and I was told yesterday. to be placed there. Yeah. Nothing has come out of that. Ever since way mm-hmm. back in the day, I remember, <clears throat> I mean, as I say, Martin Joseph used to be talking about that, that really and truly customs should be under national security. It wasn't done under his tenure, and it still hasn't been done since. You know, so mm-hmm. where do we go from here? It just seems like an untouchable. Who in charge? Um, control of customs. Nobody knows he, who he or she is, and they don't go to them for any comment. Um, you know, normally you'll hear who's in line for this. Customs is just like a, I don't know, some kind of secret society. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know, I know a few customs officers. You know. Because I've had to deal with customs officers um, 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 on a regular basis. It can be a secret society, you know, because it falls under the ambit of the Ministry of Finance. So right, it can be a secret that society. So, so that yes, much. because it yeah. falls under the Ministry of, of, of Finance, the Ministry has the remit to engage different mechanisms mm. to ensure safety, security, and transparency. Mm. So it's clearly that it, it it is a status quo issue where apparently it don't really matter what happened once the ministry get the money. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. And I don't understand why I ain't see the regulation or the or the law yet that in addition to custom security, police can be traversing customs reports. Yeah. I point me to the rule regulation of the law that states that police can implant themselves in customs to make sure back and happening. Mm-hmm. 
Show me if, if there is one, tell me. Show me. I ain't see it yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's say good morning to all those locked on to YouTube. What's that for? Sorry, I talked over you. If we wanted to solve this, this is decades old. Yeah. We tired to talk about this over and over and over and over. Oh, yeah. I got two two reports last week from the JSC that submitted uh, when we went, when we toured in 2017. Mm hmm. Because then a report was created about the vulnerabilities because Fitzgerald Hines, then chairman of the National Security Joint Select Committee, took us, initiated tours of Port of Port of Spain, Plipdeco, mm. and Piaco International Airport for the same reasons we're discussing now. Mm. Illegal guns. And contraband. And I had to ask which of those recommendations since 2017 have been implemented to, to improve security. Zero I can't wait for Wednesday. Hmm. And if not, um, why not? Yeah. I, I googled who's the controller of customs and it's telling me Vidya Martial acting. Who can have more power than the National Security Minister, the Commissioner of Police and the Minister of Finance? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he can't say don't bring police here. Yeah. Cannot. Hmm. What to, to what and what? So police and, and extra cameras go there and what? Look, lawyer, stop. Don't stop, man. We don't start. Because somebody we wants to stop. continue this way. Because somebody benefiting from this happening. That There's this a benefit. Way. I have heard so many stories about customs officers driving up and driving up because you know there are bonds at the airport and so on, right? Driving up, not even coming through the normal way driving up on the tarmac and entering those bonds and and moving things i have heard so many stories of that so many stories like that. um if the authorities really wanted to catch people it has several ways to catch customs officers mm. customs officers make a particular level of salary in this country mm -hmm. right like yes. every public officer, public servant. And if your belongings don't match up to that salary, explain it. The former age used to talk about follow the money, follow the money. Like they have a block yeah. to follow their money. <laughs> well, they're going to say they win a lotto. Everybody win lotto, the whole crew. <laughs> well, one man win it and share it up. <laughs> and we share it up. You think I'm right. behind the scenes? You're right. We have, we have spoken about that issue of follow the money too back then, back in the day. And and who have a house in Miami and who mm -hmm. have apartment in London mm -hmm. of a customs officer's salary? Mm -hmm. Who don't touch the salary? <laughs> okay? Yeah. I tell you that many years, senior officers, eh? No. But when they're there for 20 years, I know the system inside out, so you're not rotating them and moving them out. You know mm. what's going to happen? Yeah. I, I check, we just, all we do is wasting good oxygen here talking about this because nothing ain't going to change. True, true, true. Let me talk about flowers or Dylan Carter or something else because nothing ain't going to change. Yeah. I guarantee you. Because sometimes become a bit of an untouchable. You know? Because they, they don't want to touch it. Yeah. What is tied to customs? Primarily. 
What is tied to customs? Tied, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Money? Big business. Income? <laughs> Big business. Mm -hmm. Big business. Import, yeah. export, retail, wholesale. Big business with plenty money. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what you have to remember. <laughs> Big business that have plenty money in it. <laughs> and you see, international drug and gun running is business bigger than our economy. That's true. Big business bigger than our economy. Hmm. That's why they cut off head and chop off hand and foot and thing to send message doing the ferry rebellions passing through. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, another vulnerable part of this country that I would say it plainly. You see down in that Western Peninsula? Mm-hmm. Where you get floating here on a yacht? <laughs> largely unchecked? And float in and out as you want? <laughs> All right. You, you own a yacht? <laughs> well, the other, day, the, the other day, and I'm going to take a chance and say this on radio. The other day, a report came to the to the corporation, right, about a big business down on the Western Peninsula wanting help to clean a drain. And my response to it was, what? You want the corporation to assist with a baku to clean a drain? And you, you, that big business, backfill so much land with truck and backhoes that the corporation didn't have any um, involvement in. You now acting the corporation to provide you with a back with a cleaner drain? Nah, you got to be joking. <laughs> I say you have got to be joking. And you have acres of land by backfilling it that you're using for your own personal um, business. And you want us now to help you with a back with a cleaner drain? I say you're joking, right? I say there's a joke request, right? That's what I asked in the meeting. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Another year. Another year at Port of Spain City Corporation. Say what? I'll make it my... I'll try to do my best again, as usual. I'll try to do my best. I'll give it my all once again. But I just hope, as I said in in in, a, in an article over the weekend, that they put things in place so that people could make up their mind if they want to stay in this local government fraternity or not. We can't have people here who just bide in time or who just here for the for the stipend. We want people to work, work and represent people. That's what we want. That's what local government needs: people to work and represent. Well, they need accountability mechanisms. Hmm. They're there, you know, Paul. They're I'm there. talking about the accountability mechanisms at the top, mm -hmm. where many CEOs do do one damn thing holy, <laughs> but interrupt flow. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes, yes. Okay? Yes. Interrupt the flow of work. Mm -hmm. Because they they're untouchable. Mm -hmm. That's another untouchable area too, eh? Administrators in this country... Which is really where the customs really come in. Eh? They're administrating, as you say, large businesses. Yes. They could literally make and break, make or break you. On a fixed public servant salary. Mm -hmm. 
when they say, oh my God, when I look at the the the, the amount of money passed through here and declared in the last days, millions and millions, and I allowing, you know, uh, authorizing this, and my salary is just eighteen twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month. <laughs> you must get at the banker. <laughs> I used okay. to say that. And, no, and nobody nobody investigate the FIU, the FIB, and all of that. Are they mm. doing due diligence where they're concerned? Mm. No. They focus on politicians. Them is the, them is the real politicians. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Dr. Rowley has said that before. Eh? <laughs> them is the real politicians. Because nobody will watch them. But again, it falls under the ambit of the Ministry of Finance which has significant powers. We have the FIB, FIU of the of the arms, um, the, the the network. How we would never run investigation into 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 all of that. Because hmm. we know it passing through legal post. We think they let it pass for free. You put in the job at risk for free? Hell no. Look, somebody want this to continue. I don't care what anybody say. Right? Do talk about some unions that have cornered the market on certain services at specific ports. Let me tell you something. The network in this country is astounding. Astounding, to say the least. But Steve, go on. So I don't know what we're doing now. I guess I'm supposed to continue talking. But back to the, the situation with the, uh, FUL licenses. Yeah. Paul, just give me a couple seconds on a phone call here, right? An important phone call. All right. That, that unfortunate situation that we've seen so many times, unfortunately, where men feel that women are their property and that a woman can't walk away from you for whatever reason. Or for no reason at all, quite frankly, because if she walk away, she has the right to walk away for no reason. And you feel that you own her in some macabre manner, that, that if she decides to walk away, that you feel you'll pull a gun and end her life. It is astounding to me that we've bred that mindset in Trinidad. Well, not only Trinidad and Tobago, but because we're such a small space, it keeps happening so many times. But the woman decided, that, as, as has been advised over the years, if he is abusive, if he is displaying controlling signs, if you are not comfortable, walk away, which is what she did from all accounts. And she walked away and sought refuge by a parent that he decide, how dare you walk away because I own you and you can't, of your own volition and agency decide i don't want to be with you no more and you walk up and shoot her yeah because she don't want to be with you who the hell is you mm -hmm. as i said before she don't need a reason to leave you if she feels to leave you she can leave you exactly she don't need no good reason to leave you she can get up and say i don't want to be with you no more yep so we've bred a mindset in some men that how dare you, the ego in play, the, the testosterone jump out itself, and they feel that, well, they mortally, the ego mortally wounded because this woman decided to leave you. 
Mm-hmm. It has to be no other man or the, she she needs no reason to leave you. Yeah. Yeah, she that, can that... Walk away now if she feels she should have the right, she has the right to walk away now. I don't know. This just disgusts me. So as we said before, it is not that he had one or two FULs. And who is doing the psychological assessments on an annual basis to make sure these men are still in a psychological state to manage a firearm? Yeah. Because doing it once in five years is not enough. Is that what is requirement now? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's every year. Is that being done? Well, again, as I pointed out... And how thorough is that examination? It isn't, trust me. Because something was wrong with he, you could tell. Yeah. It's a, it's a questionnaire, as far as I'm aware. You know. It's a questionnaire. You answer questions on a sheet of paper. That is the examination? And somebody look at it, yes. So I stand corrected if anybody could, so could tell me off. something different. Yes, I'm unstable. Yes, I shouldn't have a farm. <laughs> yes, we're having marital problems. You're going to take off that? They kind of ask you refuse, yeah? in, in, in a kind of way some trick questions to see where, you, where you're going. You know, and then and, and that's it. And then the, 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 the doctor or whoever it is will look at the paper and say, okay, fine, you're good to go. Nothing wrong with you. I know somebody in that panel, you know. <laughs> I do. Yeah, we could ask, we could get, we could question somebody about it. I will send, I will ask the person offline and then get back to you. Yeah. And see if I, see if I was wrong. <laughs> I will ask the person offline and get back to you because I know someone in that panel. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. do that. Who does the evaluations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take some of your calls. 222-TALK, 612-TALK, toll free North Americans, 866-525-1099. In fact, if you're an FUL holder, we'd appreciate a call. Maybe because you because like the call. Because the ass is FUL already. Right? Tell me stable enough to have that. <laughs> that I can believe. Yeah, that I, know. I can I, believe. I, man, know it thyself, right? Yes, you're very right. Right. Me, I said, me, they asked me several times. Several people have asked me over the last 20 years. I said, I ain't stable enough to have one of those. No. <laughs> I like I'm that. glad you know your weakness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get in trouble with that. You're going out let blazing around the Arab Let me take my chances running away. <laughs> Let you me take my chances around and we are begging. <laughs> no, I ain't blazing. Uh, let me take my chances around and away. I like <laughs> I right. know myself. Let's grab this call here. Yourself, you know. Good morning, caller. Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. Nice show as always. Um, with respect to Dr. Paul and that 2017-18 report, I gladly mentioned it this morning because what you really notice about government they are not really interested in solving problems, you know. They want to give you the illusion of solving problems, but they're not really interested. What I would like Dr. Paul to do is get his hand on a copy of that report and read excerpts of it on the air and the recommendations especially. I, I could but, do that right now, but I'm not in the mood. <laughs> yeah, but governments are not about I'll solving it problems. It's giving the illusion that they want to solve problems. They only attack the symptoms, just like in Rose Hill. It's the symptoms they're attacking and not the source. If you don't attack the source, you will not solve the problems of this country. Thank you, guys. Well, you know, I agree yeah. with Anita Haynes. Here, Thank you. That it seems easier mm-hmm. to move the school than the gang leaders. Yeah. Than the gang members. So look yeah. what all the students and the teachers and the principal and the school support staff. Because you can't fix the gang problem. No. So move, yeah. move the school. 
It's not a pity. She's right. She is right. Mm. She's right. It's easier to move the school than to move the gang. Isn't that amazing? Mm. In other words, the gang win. Yeah. Morning, yeah. Morning, Morning, Richie Rich. Morning, guys. Morning, guys. Morning, Trinidad Tobago. Morning to our listeners, wherever you are. She's absolutely right. But when she said that 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 um the the, the transfer of the school to another location seems to be the at least the temporary fix to exposing students to, to gunfire, even though in the distance, quote unquote, as if that make a difference. Students here in gunfire not as traumatic mm -hmm. as the gunfire in the schoolyard. And I have to dive on the desk for their own safety, traumatized. They won't yeah. hurt. Oh yes, they were. All right. We have some calls, gentlemen, so let's grab them quickly. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Could I speak about anything? Well, we discussing the, the... Anything you want. Oh, okay. I can fix this country in six months, believe it or not. I could fix it in six months. They don't want to fix or touch certain things. Anyhow, well, now you know about um, self-help? If I know about self-help? Yeah, yeah. What, what is there to know about self-help? I know of self-help, yes. Okay. I, I just have a little experience. Somebody um, went through getting help, self-help. It took two years. The house was uh, swaying in the breeze because of termite and whatnot. The person ended up taking the galvanize and make a little shed and put all the stuff in it. Self-help, help. Call and say they're getting um, the material coming. The material was cement with a note. You cannot, you will be charged or some penalty if you sell the cement. If you're going to help somebody and all they have is the post up, the first thing you should give them is steel and um, and, and decking sheet. So well, it depends on what the person asks for or what they qualify for. How you mean qualify? If, if, it's, if it's to help you with your house. Semen can help. Semen cannot be the first thing on the list. When I call City Hall and complain, they take out half the semen and send some gravel. You have to start from the foundation, send some steel and the decking sheet, and then the person could take it from there. So the semen sit down there in all this rain, where they tell them, cannot sell, you cannot sell, and the person back to square one because they had to wait to save up money to buy the steel and then save up money to buy the decking sheet before they could use the cement. They're helping nobody. The government just trusting people out. Well, I don't know, Miss Thompson. It sounds to me like they get help. Maybe they didn't get the help that they wanted, but it sounds to me like they get help. And that is what so, self-help is all about. If you so, didn't specify exactly what you want done. I don't know that self-help is supposed she, to guess what you want. You no, would have had didn't. to provide. That's all. Let me finish. You would have had to provide a list of the things that you need to to, to fix your place because you have to provide the labor. You know, self help only helps you provide the material. You understand? And you would have had to put out a good case in other in other words for them to put out the resources to help you. So yes, if Wendell, the same cement is because of what you indicate, no, when they're not talking about when I call, I just be talking about what I know. The first thing on the woman list was steel and decking sheet. And well, maybe they didn't, well, well, again, Ms. Samson, maybe they didn't have that at the point in time, you know? Have, but have if, they get, if, if you get cement, well, oh gosh, try to get something from someone else. Or, or, or. You got to help yourself with self-help, you know? 
Self-help is not about them just providing you with everything you ask for, you know. Yeah. No, All right, Miss Thompson. That had the foundation, and you can't start with cement and then tell me don't sell it and the rain fall it and cement don't last. <coughs> Your man frustrated. Right. Well, I don't I, know what we can tell you there, Miss Thompson. Thank you. Particular situation, but I do know that self-help is about helping people who can help themselves. Good morning, caller. Hi. Good morning, guys. Morning, Katie. I like your Hi. poll. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, sure is back easy. Um, but, you know, I wanted to bring up this topic in terms of, you know, the, I mean, we're hearing about the customs issue, right? Um, before we heard about all the, you know, the illegal guns and, and um, the gun violence and whatever it is. But, you know, I think maybe it's about time, and I mean, this could be very controversial, but I mean, I think maybe it's about time that we, you know, get bounty hunters involved in these sort of things. Because, I mean, if you look at it, the police always say anytime there's a gun violence, the police always say that's how... The person was known to us, or you know, or they know that he's part of a gang or what. Okay, well, if you know how much, who these people are, who the heads are, and I mean, how much are they? Offer a reward that is lucrative to people who would who would um, who would want to bring them in, or even the police to to, to bounty hunt them, and let's and let's get it. I mean, in the long run, the cost to the country may be worth it in terms of all the capital that we're losing from from the the you know. I just have um, one question for you, sir. <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Paul. Does the bounty counter also collect evidence to pass through the court system? Sorry? Does the bounty hunter, because a bounty hunter to me is someone who goes after an individual, right? So the bounty counter will go after the gang members or leaders. Does the bounty counter also go after evidence to support a conviction? Okay, well, maybe, maybe I need to rephrase what I'm saying, what, but the context I mean it. What I mean is that there are a number of warrants for people's arrests outstanding or wanted people as the case might be. And those are the those are the ones that I'm talking about. Right, and I agree with that. But but in addition to wrongs up so your suggestion that the police are un- incapable of wrongs up these people who are unknown to them. The problem the police okay. face is the ability to in addition to rounding up the person to also gather the evidence that can support a conviction in the courts of law because that's how our system works so it's one thing to wrong up the person and having intelligence on the person to say you're a person of interest or that i feel that you're a gang leader or a gang member and committing crimes it's another thing to get enough evidence to meet the bar to convict them in a court of law because all they will do is end up on the street so Paul, when they issue a warrant for somebody's arrest or a warrant uh, as a wanted person don't they have some basis of gotten that warrant or that that, that yes you, you can arrest people but you in addition to arresting people you have to provide evidence that can support a charge a charge is not an arrest okay i hear that paul i hear that but what i'm saying is that right now given the state in which we are maybe in just the the, the factor of, of of bringing these people in you will begin to you will begin to get the guns and whatever it is that they did. That's what happened during the state of emergency up. some years ago. And they sued Katie, the state. Katie, you're sure you're not yeah. confusing bounty hunters with vigilantes? No, 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 no. I'm not, not suggesting vigilantes at all. You can, you can collect bounty persons out yeah. of a reaction to crime and, 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 and panic, and you still, they still end up with a good attorney back on the street because your evidence did not support your suspicions or your intelligence. You have to gather enough evidence to proffer a charge against. Which am I wrong, Raghubar Singh? You're the lawyer. 
not hearing anything. Paul, I take your point. Um, yes, I agree that, that be, it's not, rousing them up is just not enough. But what I'm saying is that in the process of rousing up as well, Maybe you will. Maybe you will be able to get a good bit of the guns off off the street as well. And, and that is not that is not the way our criminal justice system should work. Because then they could wrong up anybody if they've done in the past. They wrong up how much black boy Wendell? We do that ten thousand of them. Right. <laughs> Whether because already, of you know. a perception of you involved or associated with, and yeah, then you yeah. put my son or my daughter in jail. Because you mm -hmm. feel the guilty and you had no evidence to support it, that's a dangerous approach. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. no, problem. I'm in no way, I'm in no way advocating that. Eh? I just want to be clear. It's something no similar to that. No, no, I'm no, no. Yeah, I, I'm saying that there, there is the wanted list. That is a, a list that that, that that the justice system has. And what I'm saying is, about times we start bringing that that list. In. And let me tell you, you, like see that, that, you see that, you see that wanted like list. We were saying, it have, like we it have saying, you know, five times the amount of attorney waiting to defend them. Mm -hmm. It's just like how you know we were saying enforcing the traffic laws in some jurisdictions as, as it starts to to, to to bring in on the crime um the the, the, the crime incident, right? I'm also suggesting that well, if there's a wanted list, an official Polish wanted list, then maybe we need to start start bringing those people in as well. They they there's bring them in, you know, mm -hmm. and there's called the attorney meeting by the police station, mm -hmm. and yeah. the attorney say where where, where the evidence yeah. partner? Well, clearly, you bring him a client with the evidence. Of, Clearly, there's a list of things in the justice system that we need to fix, that we need to fix as well. Mm. That is all right. all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. I, do, I, do, <clears throat> I don't believe we have a system of bounty hunters in Trinidad. I don't think so. Usually, wait, usually it's warrant officers who are the ones who are trying to detain people for whatever purpose. Um, and it's detained before they charge them. If it, depending on the evidence, then you can charge. And then once you're charged, then you go through the system. Um, bail, etc., etc., etc. Um, but I don't think we have uh, any coordinated bounty hunting, as you see in American films and movies, which allow their legislation has to allow it. Dog, the bounty and I don't believe we have the legislation that allows bounty hunting, as far as I know. Um, the only kind of loop around you can probably Hello? do is like a citizen's arrest or something. But other than that, it would be warrant officers who would be the ones who are legally entitled to to um, arrest people, and they would generally be police officers. All right. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Orlando calling. Hey, Orlando, what's happening? Not much. I missed you guys earlier because of the light fading. I thought it was late. Number one, I joined one call was speaking about the custom officers. I recall I was talking to the first I was talking about the first to be an official. That's what I remember. So the question I have is this. How come we have never implemented the integrity commission where custom officers and police officers have to report their, on their lifestyle? You know, I, I recall, I was in New York a long time when John Gotti was brought down. And he wasn't brought down because of murder. That was eventually in Stanley's murder. But really because of tax division. How come? We haven't said custom officers and police officers, and I would add regiment, you live in this lifestyle, show how your salary is supported. It's a simple thing. I believe all the parliamentarians, I don't know, to answer this, have to do that. I believe so. Why not roll it down? That would be one way to me of slowing down the traffic. How could you afford that lifestyle? So 
I'll go offline. I'd like to hear what the answer is. I really don't did, hear did, the reason. Why are the integrity commission? Because someone suggested that they should also, senior officers and customs should also fall under the ambit of the Integrity in Public Life Act. There are present mechanisms in place to investigate if one feels that there's a corrupt officer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right, Through the Integrity the Act, there are. Outside yes, the Integrity right, Public right. Life Act. We have the FIU, the FIB that can run investigations. Yeah. Yeah, you do have the FIU. And they can exactly. They can investigate if it is that they feel that certain payments are being made. Typically, an investigation is when you suspect something. I'm saying don't even suspect. Do it up front at the front door. In order to be a customer officer, you have to subject yourself to this every year. You might see yeah, a but I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys too, under the Integrity and Public Life Act too, they also can investigate. So, for instance, um, the Integrity and Public Life Act covers public officials, but it also covers people exercising public duty too. So, in other words, if I report, yes. if I have a suspicion that a, a customs officer or somebody is doing something wrong, I can report that to the Integrity Commission and they will investigate, you know. Or if they but get wind of anybody doing anything wrong who exercises in public duty, they can um, um, investigate them too. You know? That is covered under but the understand. Integrity Public Life Act. You know? but, 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 but understand something, that becomes subjective. I'm saying do not make it subjective. Do not make it where someone has to report. You do it up front. So everyone has to report. Because I can report it to my friend <clears throat> in customs, and he may be in cut also. And that would get buried in file 13. I'm saying do not leave it to someone. Do not leave it to a man or woman. To report. Sorry, I, I'm, while I'm I agree with you, people who are, have a tendency to corruption or, or criminal activity to steal or to, to engage in corruption will find a way around that. They are still yeah. present mechanisms by which if there is the suspicion that persons are accepting bribe money, to allow contraband into the country, illegal drugs and guns, there are present agencies that can investigate now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, again, I'm saying the agencies themselves may have some corrupt, corrupt characters in there. I'm saying well, that's worldwide. <laughs> it is, of course. I'm, this is not. This is not only the Trinidad. I see yeah. in America all the time. All I'm saying to you guys, we have an endemic problem here. Where obviously, from what I've been reading, things are coming into Trinidad, and it doesn't come into legal ports that are controlled by customs. How come you can't catch any custom officers? It's very simple. To me, one, you do a sting operation. Two, you put in place by law, everyone has to go through. If I am driving, uh, you know, whatever, a Tesla, and I may be salary of a VW, how could I do it? Granted, as I tell my students, there's no such thing as a perfect mouse Someone will always, with the mouse will always find a way to get the cheese. But the mouse there, there is legislation to deal with that, those kinds of issues, uh, in terms of which, which would probably come under the FIU and the relationship that they have with the commercial banking sector and the banking sector reporting um, unusual activity financially on, on people's accounts. And for which they can't account. That's why you have to do a declaration of funds, form, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So mm -hmm. there are but, things. The only that, way you can be, rather that, than us demonizing on a certain level, rope, but demonizing customs officers. Of course, 
you have rogue officers in all institutions. Um, the, the, the less interaction you have with human beings, the better for any system. So the more automated a system is in terms of looking and, and trying to, to, to source illegal activity, the more automated that system is, the better in terms of backing up any intelligence that you may have with regard to issues. Because you have to you, you have to also understand that intelligence has to be the backing of why you're searching somebody in the first place. Nothing is happening in a silo separate from itself. Mm -hmm. So automation and intelligence is what would, to me would yield results. Depending on human beings, I... um, depending on human beings to do X, Y, and Z, is always a recipe for possible corruption when you have rogue officers in whatever institution. I, Richard, whilst I agree with you, and I really don't see automation coming in the immediate future, I am saying is, in the interim, let us start putting things in place. So even if we scare off one ex-officer, police, regiment, whatever, we could save the country 10 lives. I don't know what the metric is. I'm just saying is we put things in place to slow it up. You cannot stop. But you see, but you okay. see that issue of illegal guns, it's not just about customs officers. Well, I'm, I'm only talking guns now. I'm talking illegal guns. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's where the conversation began. But I'm just saying, in terms it could of be illegal, anything. illegal guns, which is an issue in Trinidad, that issue is not just about customs officers. That's you know, a broader, then, more complex issue that in a small space, in my opinion, can be eradicated. Because yeah. All right. Thank you, caller. Okay. All right. All I'll, just give you an I'll just give you an example. One of our listeners reached out to me and indicated that they were traveling to Israel. And they indicated that when they arrived in Israel, they went to a kiosk, they, they, scanned, it, they scanned their passport, they took their picture, they left collected their luggage and left. They never saw an immigration officer. They never saw a customs officer. Why? It's because the system is automated. And it's also putting your name against databases, looking at who you are. And, and once you don't register a flag, they have no need to see you to ask you anything or even search your luggage. Be besides your luggage probably be going through scanning anyway mm -hmm. as part of their automated procedure. This is Israel, a country that's often in conflict with its neighbors and, and is very overprotective about of, of its borders with the Palestinians, etc. And they're telling me all they did was scan their passport, got their picture taken, collected the luggage, and left. There was no human interaction whatsoever mm -hmm. and the united, the united and states was getting there you know and i don't know for one reason or the other that they backed off of that process but who who studies their security more than israel mm -hmm. more than even trinidad yeah and probably you see, more the, than the united issue of scanning richard is what you pointed out there we just i don't know what i don't know what is going on with our scanners you, yeah. you always hear all kind of, of 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 nebulous reasons as to why we're not scanning things why why the scanners not working 
is almost deliberate. You understand? Because you're right. If someone, if someone's luggage or whatever is scanned thoroughly and, and you know it was scanned, then you don't have any reason to be detaining that person for any for anything else, really. Yeah. yeah. Let's grab this call, gentlemen. Good morning. And you see, it, it becomes Good priority. Morning, gentlemen. That, that somebody I, I hope that Mr. Raghubar Singh continues to enjoy his vacation. However, I have a question for Dr. Paul Richards. I hope he can answer me. Can he tell me if the President of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago signed off on the pardon granted to Mr. Vincent Mills? I'll listen now, sir. And how would I know that, sir? <laughs> and, and, and there was a pardon signed off on? That's the first thing. And if there was a pardon signed off on, how would I know that? Hmm. I don't think there was any pardon, sir. There was an and, 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 and if there was, how would I know that? Do I work for the office of the president? <laughs> well, we know that you know many things. Yeah, yeah we know that. that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's just a damn mischievous question. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's what it is. Call it I what glad it is. I'm glad you said it. Just a damn mischievous question. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Good morning. But you asked me so I could say it. <laughs> <laughs> morning, morning, morning. Morning. Wonderful Monday morning to Porridge. Morning. Good morning, um, Mr. Patrick. How are you? On the matter of the lady and the guy with his five gun or six gun or ten gun, what happened? I read the news and I listen to the discussion about with the people. They must married in January, you see. Right? The lady left and came back home about six months after somewhere there. They say they had a financial problem. Yes? I know somebody who knows a certain part of that situation. And I want to ask a question. Should you marry somebody who has financial debt? Deep financial debt? What kind of question is that, Mr. Patrick? Should you marry somebody who already has deep financial debt? But how would you know that then? How would you know that? Unless the person well, tells you. You are the person must have a discussion about finance. Because... Mr. Patrick, which, where, no, what no, no, are you living no, 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 I know situations where people, my people who are scared, they I never tell them, and they were taking their money. They yeah, taking their money love does that. that. Love, love blinds you to those things, love. Mr. Patrick. Mr. Like Patrick, love... Love so blinds you to a lot of things. Right, you know? so now when you lady now decide to can't bail the man no more, and she leave and she went to the man come and get you. How you know that is what happened, Mr. Patrick? But now what did you say? That financial no, debt, the man I have financial debt. The man have a business. The, the man that... have a business, the woman is a teacher. The lady left and went home. Listen, it's a people out there that's no plenty thing here, are They will let up. So... The question I ask if I have my debt and I continue bailing your debt out, bailing your debt out, bailing your debt out, and I get set up and I leave. Look, for instance, I know a young lady who every time she gets paid, had to go and pay her husband maintenance and it was she children. But she accepted it. And she gets set up and she left. People have all sorts of situations that they, they, they live with financially in terms of relationships. This was one that just went wrong, um, that went wrong in a very horrible and tragic way um, in terms 
of how the man dealt with whatever issue that he was dealing with, and it's tragic. Uh, um, and um, in terms of the, the the young lady who died, I think her name is Keisha Bostic, and she was a, a attorney at law and as well as a a, a, teacher. A, a teacher apparently. But people have all manner of situations in terms of financial stresses that they go through. You can't use one example. You can't use one ex tragic example and suddenly generalize no, on relationships no, no, no. and finances. No, guy, finances is a huge stress on relationships, I would say that. But, but the guy used the wrong method to deal with the matter. All right. because Mr. Patrick, Mr. Patrick I have to pause that. you here now because I need to run to my news. All right, we will discuss that right now. All right, thank yeah, you so much, Mr. You, Patrick. You don't have the facts and neither do we. Yeah. He's just reading. What he's talking about, I read in the newspapers as well, but... Yeah, but many marriages and relationships deal with financial issues. Yeah. yeah. And it is a stress. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.